Cosmic Christ Podcast, channeling the mind of Christ, with your host, Ascended Master and Enlightenment Instructor, Reva Christ. Theme music, Tears of Joy, by David Feslian, FeslianStudios.com. Welcome to Channeling Christ. I'm Reva Christ, and we are on Season 2, Episode 3, Astral Science and Creation. There is a lot of information to share, so I will be jumping right into the cosmic stream. Jesus Christ tells me that man's science does not deal with creation. Man's science only deals with the matter result of creation. Man has never shown any intelligent interest in exploring the source that created matter. He philosophizes and conjures opinions, but merely does he produce insightful thoughts. And when his presentations are insightful, they radiate the work of divinity, which means the author has a clear channel to higher intelligence with ascended spirits. As the consort to Jesus Christ, I developed astral science as an intelligent science that does explain creation, all of creation, and the multidimensional creation process that lives to keep all of creation evolving and moving forward. Evolution, like many other ideas, is often misunderstood by men. The misunderstanding that man holds comes from his focus on his flesh. Man believes everything revolves around the creation of the human body. But energy precedes matter, and energy is a multidimensional property. Energy is alive, and it is alive because it is powered by intelligence. The intelligence in energy is held within the impulse of the energy wave. Man harnesses the energies of the earth in order to run his machines, and the energies of the earth can only be harnessed in the physical dimension. There are living intelligent energies that created the living intelligent energies of the physical world. There are living intelligent energies that created all matter life in the physical world. These same living intelligent energies created the physical world, yet the intelligent energies of creation do not live in the physical world. The intelligent energies of creation live in an antimatter universe, and they are all spawned from the first antimatter dimension that holds the purest living energy full of the impulse of the highest possibilities of intelligence. And when pure energy spawns a new energy wave, that new wave holds the highest potential for one possible creation. The intelligent antimatter universe of creation is an astral universe, and this universe holds all living consciousness, even the consciousness of all natural, organic life forms in the physical universe. The astral science of creation was taught to me by the ancient spirits that have spent tens of thousands of years collectively in the astral planes exploring intelligence and watching intelligent waves interact and create astral patterns the same way stars form patterns 
Man sees the patterns of the stars and he formulates the practice of astrology around these patterns, as well as the phases of the moon and the sun. In astral planes, astral patterns fuse together through astral gravity in order to create new, wholesome antimatter architecture that will become a matter creation. This antimatter architecture looks like a field of lights. The lights are all radiating the intelligence of all the impulse waves involved in the creation of astral architecture. Can you picture a field of lights forming the pattern of a flower, a tree, an animal, or a human being? This is astral creation. And astral architecture. And this forms before the matter creation can manifest in the physical world. Before the manifestation of the physical universe, the astral architecture of the universe was formed in the astral planes as intelligent impulses that radiated light. Each of these light patterns, the light patterns of all the natural intelligent senses, the light patterns of all the natural intelligent life forms, and the light patterns of the physical universe are layered one on top of the other. And these layers make up the multi-dimensional universe of God's mind that is a network of light known as the web of life that surrounds this matter universe and holds it securely within the completeness of all of its intelligence. All natural intelligent life kingdoms remain connected to the web of intelligent light and all remain in correspondence with this web of intelligent life. There is only one life kingdom that chooses its own path. The individual human life form that pursues self-interest and self-gain severs its connection to the whole of intelligence, so it is outside the wholeness of one. And the mind of that individual is no longer whole or complete, and in emptiness there is no light from the web of light. The astral science of creation begins with the first plane of creation. This plane of creation is referred to as on high, the one, the first, the creator intelligence, and the creator. This first plane is also called imperial alpha because it is the alpha mind that can access the pure, divine, sentient energies of this first plane. All natural life forms have an alpha mind. That's right, all plant kingdoms and all animal kingdoms hold an alpha mind. The alpha mind and the energy field of each species of each natural organic life form are one. The energy field of life is the mind 
of life. Your human energy field is not related to your body. Your human energy field is a mind that holds the intelligence of your wholeness. And this is the alpha field. The same is true for plants and animals. All of living creation is a part of the greater kingdom of light. The ascended masters that have experienced the first dimension have been receivers of the Creator's energy through their own alpha minds. The first dimension holds the purest intelligent energy that is static and radiant, holding the highest potential of all intelligent possibilities. The first intelligence is the one Creator of all intelligence. The first dimension radiates the brightest luminescent light and all the sensations of hope, joy, bliss, serenity, tranquility, peace, tenderness, love, mercy, compassion, excellence, balance, stability, calmness, faithfulness, forbearance, freedom, liberty, and emancipation. Because the first is the purest in intelligence, the first is also virginal, holy, and divine. The first intelligence is omnipresent, impervious, eternal, and infinite. The first intelligence created all the intelligent, natural, organic representations of life, and all of these intelligent representations are one in intelligence. All share in intelligence, for intelligence is not individual, it is whole. The one whole network of all intelligence is always active, and all representations of this intelligence are interacting with this network all the time. Life is not about the flesh at all. Life is about intelligence. The Creator's intelligent mind is empty of any human presence, human identity, and human information. And when a natural intelligent life form chooses to call itself a name, and it decides to classify its form and its species as human, this information is not known to the Creator or the Creator's intelligent web of light. The only language the Creator knows is sentience. Sentience is the only language of the Creator's intelligence. When the human mind chooses to govern itself and go its own way, that human's awareness is restricted to its flesh body, and that human will only follow the leanings and cravings of that flesh body. As the body is always in need, the mind will be constantly craving to have its needs fulfilled. When the human mind encounters anything that satisfies its craving, the human mind will cling to that thing that gave it satisfaction. Now the human mind will spend its 
natural life cycle, craving and clinging, and a repetitive pattern, and there will be no peace for this mind. The lack of completeness and the lack of peace will drive the mind insane, and the insane mind will never find its way back to the peace and completeness it knew when it was whole within the web of intelligent light and one with its intelligent creator. The human mind will know only isolation because it chose to be alone rather than remain a part of the intelligence that created it. Man's body will still hold the architecture of light within his energy field, but his mind will be oblivious to this. Without awareness of the web of light, man is limited only to an awareness of his flesh form. The persistent sense of emptiness drives the human mind mad, and when this empty mind programs other human minds with information that is not natural to the web of light, these minds also become empty, for the information they hold is also contrary to the natural intelligence of the Creator and the natural intelligent web of light. All minds that follow unnatural information are also driven mad, because only natural information is whole and balanced. All information outside of this is not balanced or whole. The superior intelligent nature of the whole web of light dictates that it is aligned only to the superior intelligent whole, and the superior intelligent God that created the superior intelligent whole. The first life forms were not physical life forms. They were antimatter life forms, and they were not formed with human bodies. They bore no bodies at all. The first life forms were the intelligent antimatter senses of sight, hearing, taste, smell, touch, feelings, emotions, psychic intelligence, empathic intelligence, and all the intelligent processes of the intelligent mind, including reason, logic, rational deduction, contemplation, consideration, reflection, and analysis. In short, deep thinking. All live because all intelligence is alive. The flesh is only a physical life form, but intelligence is an antimatter life form. When you ponder the science of creation, utilizing transcendental intelligence, you discover the countless miracles that were born from the highest potential of intelligence and the highest possibilities. All antimatter intelligent life forms are the result of the pure, holy, divine impulse potential that created them. And this makes each antimatter and matter life form a miracle. When you call on a miracle, you are calling for the intelligent force of creation designed by the holy intelligence of one. And you are asking for all intelligent forces 
to align to one intelligent potential. The intelligent potential you seek to manifest in the living matter universe. Only holy intelligence can work with the intelligence of creation because it takes whole intelligence to combine all forces in order to achieve divine intervention. But outside the fold of one, there is no intelligence. Intelligence is orderly and precise, and at its highest, intelligence is balanced order and precision, delivering balanced, ordered, and precise results that are impervious to all opposite conditions. Gravity forces are also a miracle, and they are antimatter forces that yield to intelligence because even though gravity is chaotic and furious, gravity waves are also whole in intelligence, so the holiness of intelligence can command them. Without gravity forces to compress antimatter particles, antimatter particles would never hold cohesion to one another, and then no antimatter light patterns would form, and no material universe or natural organic life could manifest. Anything outside the wholeness of holiness is not whole or uniform with intelligence, and the highest possibilities for holy, precise manifestation. As all of life is created and manifest due to holy, precise, intelligent forces, anything outside holiness and wholesomeness is non-existent. The matter may exist temporarily, and the mind may exist temporarily during the corporal life, but the longevity of the immortality is not guaranteed because without wholeness of mind, nothing survives beyond the flesh. What this means for the human species is without natural intelligence, the mind will not survive long after corporal death. The next dissertation I'll be reading was delivered by the spirit that calls herself Mother. Cosmic Christ life science is astral science. The understanding of the nature of life through intelligent reasoning, logical deduction, practical thinking, analytical consideration, discerning judgment, and conclusive comprehension. The process works like this. As something is here now in the metaverse, so something was always here. In order to determine what that something is, we apply all of our higher intelligence on our journey of discovery. As all matter breaks down, we know matter is not the pervading substance of creation. It cannot be liquids either because these dry up. Gases hang limp in the air and they can also be dispersed. So it is not logical that gas is responsible for creation. The logical conclusion is that energy pervades creation. And now we examine energy. Gravity forces are chaotic and unstable. And when we examine any natural life form, 
We find perfect, stable architecture. Architecture that is intelligent and responsive to the living environment. The conclusive, comprehensive understanding is that intelligent energy pervades the physical universe. But what kind of energy and how did it cause creation? We look to nature again and we notice that life has a rhythm. There is a rhythm to daybreak and nightfall. There is a rhythm to the flow of water, the movement of clouds, and to our own breathing, digestion, and circulatory system. This tells us energy moves by waves and their intelligence must be held in impulses that cause the waves to move. As intelligent impulse waves cause energy waves to move, and as the human mind experiences impulses as thoughts, so the intelligent impulse waves of creation must also be mental waves. Therefore, the Creator is a mind, and so it is the first mind and the one, because one precedes all others. As all life is composed of superior intelligent architecture responsive to its environment, so intelligence is also alive. Therefore, the mind lives of its own power due to its own superior intelligent architecture. And as all of creation are mind, all must also be one. And one is not individual at all. One is all. Therefore, life is composed of a whole unified network of superior intelligence that is balanced, precise, calm, stable, peaceful, rational, logical, and practical, and there is nothing outside of this network. And if the network fails, so existence is nullified and void. On earth, humans tend to see individual aspects. They do not see wholeness. Human perception is solely focused on the individual human body and its physical strength, its speed, and its intelligence that leads it in inventing weapons of destruction in order to dominate and destroy the planet in favor of inventing a superior artificial and synthetic world that is impervious to destruction and death. This thinking is not based on balanced, calm, peaceful, rational, logical, practical intelligence. It is not based on whole or uniform intelligence, for the whole is not a singularity. The whole is not just one species. The whole is all species working in unison for the whole health of the living planet and the web of life. The whole is also the wholeness of all intelligence that is balanced, calm, peaceful, rational, logical, practical, and uniform with the Creator intelligence. True intelligence is wholesome, stable, precise, and balanced, just as the intelligent architecture of life is stable, precise, and balanced. True life 
is not human. When man decided he was most important, he severed his mental ties to the intelligent network that created his architecture, and he has been outside the intelligent network of creation ever since. And it is because he acts as a rogue agent that his thinking is poor and all of his results are damaging and deadly. Man's results are chaotic, unordered, deceptive, dishonest, fragmented, unstable, dangerous, and deadly, and the conditions on earth prove this beyond a shadow of a doubt. If man chooses life, the only solution he has is to bring his thoughts to order so he is aligned to the intelligent network of creation, from intelligence is the only immortal life form in existence. In order to bring the human mind to order, man must abandon all corrupt thinking that is divisive, deceptive, dishonest, self-focused, unstable, chaotic, dangerous, and deadly. And he must focus and concentrate his thoughts on what is wholesome, peaceful, stable, balanced, honest, calm, safe, and restoring. He must apply his balanced, restored thinking to correcting the conditions on earth so all life systems are brought back into balance with nature and the original intelligent network that designed them. What you experience on earth are layers of information. It takes many layers of compressed information to make a matter creation. You see only the outward physical appearance. Surgeons and those who kill and mutilate humans and animals see organs, blood, bones, veins, and arteries. But these are not the layers I speak of. For each creation in the physical world, there is an intelligent architectural design and pattern that is a layer of living intelligence that looks like a net or web that is filled with light. The light is the radiance of the intelligence from the net's impulse waves. Human scientists only discover the physical chemical properties, the molecular, cellular, atomic and subatomic properties. But astrally, there is intelligence behind every cell, every molecule, every atom, atomic particle and subatomic particle. These things are the result of intelligent mental architecture that exists as a net of a web. This web or net is compressed by gravity forces and the force of the compression does not harm the living intelligent architecture. The architecture remains whole and intact as a living net that is the energy field of the particle. How does the intelligent net remain intact? Intelligence is not a physical property. Intelligence is an astral property. It is a spiritual, mental, and antimatter property. Intelligence is immortal. It is the only immortality that exists. Intelligence creates gravity, so gravity works with intelligence, not against it. Can you imagine how large the intelligent web of life is since all of matter is actually made of astral particles and each is its own intelligent web?
Intelligent energy connects to equally intelligent energy. This is how the web expands. This is why we say there is nothing that is individual. There is no individual person or individual thinker. All is a body of intelligence. Matter particles appear due to the compression of gravity forces, but intelligence remains with the particles and each particle holds an intelligent energy body. You may think you see an individual particle with your microscopes, but spiritually and astrally, there are more than a trillion particles connected to one web, and that web extends across physical creation. And on top of that is another web, and another, and another, for all are connected. Each is a dimension of intelligence connected to all other dimensions of intelligence and all flow as one river of intelligent life. This is true life. Man's science does not even scratch the surface. He makes a physical discovery and jumps to conclusions that are only half truths because he only accepts one half of the puzzle of creation. He only accepts the matter half. He never considers what made the matter. He denies the other half exists, and so his entire species is fed corrupt information, and each must mentally fend for themselves or surrender intelligence to follow the dictates of a short-sighted master that only thinks he has all the answers. Ignorance is the state before intelligence. Innocence is the state before ignorance. Innocence is the state of the child's mind that believes anything warm, colorful, magical, whimsical, delightful, loving, and cheerful. Ignorance occurs when the innocent mind is flooded by information that is not loving, whimsical, delightful, and cheerful, but instead is dark, oppressive, cruel, malicious, destructive, and unkind. When ignorance leads, ignorance seeks the lowest common denominator and calls it the highest. And this confuses all the innocent minds that look up to the one that is ignorant. And as the child continues to receive ignorance, so it too becomes ignorant. And ignorance replaces innocence. The mind can only be saved if the child is not committed to the ignorance it knows. But adults cling to ignorance and defend ignorance vehemently because they do not have the mental coping skills to handle intellectual information. The mind that turns away from its own intellect is an ignorant mind. Intellect is intelligence, and intelligence will seek intelligence. This is all it does. Ignorance seeks ignorance and is proud of its ignorance. All life on earth was procreated from previous life forms that descended from the first life forms created by original mind, the creator, or God. Man was born to one of these mental life forms, the hominidae ape. So man's higher mind and his material body are also comprised of mental waves of intelligence. 
The entirety of mental life exists inside a mental web of life, and it functions in constant communication with this mental web of life. Astral genesis takes place before corporal birth and after corporal death. Astral genesis in the before corporal birth stage of a human being is the formation of the intelligent energy field of a particular natural organic life creation that comes from the natural intelligent synergy of the sperm and the egg. This intelligent energy field will be the mental web of the soon-to-be-developing human fetus. It is through the intelligence of this energy web field that the child will be connected to God's mind and the intelligent energy web of life. And it is through this intelligent energy web that the child will experience all sentience and all divine powers of psychic ability, empathy, and telepathy. During the course of the human child's life, if the human child chooses to turn away from his awareness of his natural intelligent energy field, so the child will not receive any higher knowledge, and there will be no light in the child's mind. This does not mean the child is still not carrying an intelligent energy field full of light. This only means the child chooses to close out all awareness of its true nature and its true birthright. While awareness is closed, there is no light in the mind, for the child will only have the human mind to call on, and the human mind does not hold light. The human mind is only a repository for recorded human information. While humans prize themselves for their human minds and their human information, their thinking is not high, so their thoughts do not produce light. Understand the velocity at which spirit light appears. Spirit light is much higher than the light emitted from one of your light bulbs. It is also higher than the glow that emanates from flames or radiation. Spirit light comes from a higher dimension, and you only have access to this dimension because you are aware of this dimension through your open, higher alpha mind that receives light from this dimension. When you close off your awareness, so you also close off your access to your own light. Your human information will not produce this light, no matter how good you think you feel about yourself as a human, or how good you feel about your human information. Your perception of feeling good is not a spiritual feeling. No mortal knowledge or mortal feeling can compete with the senses of the immortal spirit mind. You came into the world as an immortal spirit mind with a flesh body, and you were fed human information from other humans that also turned away from their awareness of their spirit immortality. The programming they hold and the programming they teach you is not aligned to your immortal nature or your immortal essence. When you choose human programming, you sever your own awareness 
of your full potential to realize your immortal destiny and instead you condemn yourself to live only in the rhetorical human programming and memories your human mind records. We have been trying to get the human species to return to the fold of spirit immortality, but as a whole, the species has denied all information but that information that serves their flesh and their lusts for a flesh existence. At the end of the corporal journey, when the flesh brain and flesh body die, the immortal mind is released with the human mind in tow and the human identity will decide its destination purely by its thoughts and emotions. If it chooses to remain attached to its mortal existence, it will remain on earth as a ghost. If it chooses to cross over to the next dimension, it will take the journey back home past the gravitational belt that will realign its energy field to an antimatter field, and the mind will have another chance to choose its destiny. It can hover in the fourth dimension and watch the earth as many other human minds do until they fall into the deep sleep because there is no light to grant them immortality. The human mind can join human minds in a waiting area where other human minds wait, imagining that transport will come from a spaceship to take them to their next destination. But again, they will only do this until they fall into the deep sleep because there is no light to grant them immortality. The human mind can cross to its own corridor where it can live in its memories by itself. Or the human identity may choose to find other human minds to speak with. But it will only do these things until the human mind falls into the deep sleep because there is no light to grant the mind immortality. As we of the House of Christ are the intelligentsia of the astral world, we have evolved out of our mortal thinking and our mortal ways, and our community is limited to those minds with an earnest interest in intelligent evolution. We will assess anyone in the astral world or on earth if they call out for help, and we will do what we can for them, but socially we restrict ourselves to the highest planes. We do not mingle in any lower planes. Mother continues her dissertation with the science of astral synergy. The wave of God moves forward, creating the future that can be created from the highest possibilities with the highest potential. And it is also at work in the now that is already created. The God wave holds God science from God's intelligent astral mind. When man disrupts nature, alters nature, and corrupts nature, he only destroys the physical presence of nature and the physical code of nature. The destruction of these things causes the astral waves of nature to report to the astral source that created them. In other words, at the astral level, the waves of nature that you cannot see are calling out to the waves of the Creator that you also cannot see, and man's aggression is registered by wave intelligence as a hostile attack from an unknown entity. Man is now unknown to nature, 
Foreman man's aggressive assault, he has darkened his own energy, so the higher energy waves of light do not know him as one of their own. The waves of life do not die, but they carry the messages of the host body that can die. And all physical bodies are made of waves that communicate all the time with every other natural physical body in the physical environment. And they communicate with all the astral energy waves that are also in the physical environment. Astral science is alive in two dimensions, where man's science is not alive, and it pertains only to man's opinions and best guesses. Man sees the physical environment. He sees the land, the water, the sky, the vegetable kingdom, and all the insect and animal kingdoms. But he does not see the energy field of the air, the energy field of the land, the energy field of the water, the energy field of the sky, or the energy fields of any of the life kingdoms. Further, man does not see the energy field of the web of life, yet all of these life forms are present in the physical world, and all of these life forms are in constant communication through intelligent impulse waves, and all of these intelligent waves are also in communication with the universe of creation, the mind of the Creator, in the astral planes. We will continue with Mother's dissertation on astral synergy in our next podcast. I'm Eva Christ. May peace be with you, and thank you for listening.